is go to our Auburn Bank phone line for the first time during today's program and bring on a very special guest, a good friend of the program. It is Bennett Durando for the Montgomery Advertiser, kind enough to join us on the program. Bennett, how are you, my friend? Pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me on, JJ. It's good to be with you. It's uh, exciting to have you back on the program now that we've got actual football to talk about. Fall camp has been off and running. What's it been like for you to be able to go finally to some of these football practices and get to see this team up close? It, you sort of hit the nail on the head. It's refreshing to uh, watch actual football start to happen, um, and that sort of helps the job a lot when you're a football writer, you know. So, um yeah, you know, it, our, our media windows for viewing practice are uh, about 20 minutes usually, so not particularly long, but there's a lot you can learn if, from watching them. And then Auburn is starting to get into scrimmages now. They have one the other night, and uh, they'll have another one this upcoming weekend as they sort of start to iron out a depth chart. All right, let's talk about that scrimmage that just took place on Saturday. Two-part question here. What were you wanting to find out going into that scrimmage? And ultimately, what was uh, found out from Coach Harson following the first scrimmage of fall camp? Yeah, so it was uh, it was closed door in Jordan-Hare, for those who don't know. So not even media could watch or anything like that. But we did meet with Brian Harson afterward. Got to sort of ask him about some of the details. Obviously, the quarterback competition is sort of on everyone's minds right now as, as it tends to be at this time of year when there is a QB competition. And, and Harson said that TJ Finley, you know, was taking the first team reps there to start the scrimmage. He led a 14-play drive. Harson was pretty happy with how Finley operated in that job. So, uh, you know, it, it's not a conclusive thing, and I've, I've tried to sort of stress that throughout it. You know, whichever quarterback is maybe taking the first team reps on any given day does not necessarily mean this person is going to be the starter. The idea here is to split some of the reps. It truly is a battle right now, I think. I, I don't think they've chosen a starter, um, but, but they want to spread that out, and, and they liked what they saw from Finley. And this is something going back to last year. Auburn has really enjoyed Finley's intangibles. They've uh, – Harson, the coaching staff teammates, really impressed with his leadership is sort of awareness of what's going on in a play, not just from a quarterback perspective, but sort of in every little nuance of the field and nuance of the game. So, you know, that that was sort of a leading thing. There were some freshmen who were standouts, Damari Alston, a running back, and Camden Brown at receiver, who's really been a standout at camp so far. But, but it's sort of just, you know, you start to hear some of these names, some of the darlings from fall camp so far. And after a scrimmage, it it sort of sharpens a little more. Uh, Bennett, uh, the, you mentioned a name that I was wanting to talk about in uh, in Camden Brown, a wide receiver. He's a name that we've heard a ton since the beginning of fall camp. Do you think this is kind of a kid uh, getting his feet wet in camp and doing a good job, or do you think that Camden Brown's going to be a, a massive help to the Tigers this season? I, I think he's got a chance to play, and that's saying a lot because uh, – Harson doesn't play true freshman a lot. If you look at last year and the true freshmen who actually appeared in games on offense or defense and got reps, there's pretty much no one on defense. It was Jarquez Hunter a lot at the beginning of the season in some of those cupcake games, had some big moments, scored the game-winning touchdown against LSU, and then Landon King, who sort of developed into a role where he was on the field more, scored a touchdown in overtime in the Iron Bowl, 
you know, and now he's switching the receiver this year. So it's rare for a true freshman in any program, especially in the SEC, to get time. And Harson is, you know, he's a big part of his message is sort of development. And so it's completely normal for guys not to play much or at all as freshmen. Camden Brown is a guy, especially because some of the tools he brings with his size and his style of play in that receiver room, he's got a real chance to make an impact this year, I think. Bennett Durando with the Montgomery Advertisers joining us here on the program. We talk about quarterbacks, and that's the big question for this team as they gear up for this upcoming season. Is there a timeline in place in terms of when a starter might be announced? What do you Should there be a timeline, Bennett? I mean, where do you stand on all of this? I mean, you want to have a guy chosen going into game week so that you, as you're sort of doing your installs, you're, you're working out the game plan and everything, you have a quarterback who knows he's going to start and knows that he's going to be the most sort of plugged into the game plan and all that. I, I think it sort of helps from a mental perspective for focus with everyone. Obviously, this competition looms over these guys. There's a human element to it. Um, and, and I think the coaching staff is aware of that. I think the goal is probably for them to really get a more clear picture after the second scrimmage this weekend and maybe have a guy names about 10 days before they might not say it publicly 10 days before i think that's sort of the the goal though in terms of when they want to have a guy uh chosen out and and you want to be able to tell your quarterback candidates you know what the decision is too so that they sort of have that known so that there's no more uncertainty as you're getting into game week been uh, looking at the other side of the ball we just talked about quarterbacks uh on the offensive side let's talk about the quarterbacks of the defense the linebackers uh kind of a question mark you have owen papo and then uh, a couple of guys who have not got a ton of playing time so uh, how do you think the linebacker room has looked so far uh yeah i mean that that other inside linebacker spot was really one of the main concerns i think going into preseason practice and i think auburn's been really happy with what they've seen actually especially from cam riley um talked to him last week and he is a big dude uh i mean he you think about some of auburn's good linebackers in recent years i mean the the kobe mcclain stands out last year undersized guy who made an impact anyway um cam riley is not that he is huge he's had some time to develop and he's sort of the opposite uh, mold of linebacker, I guess you could say, from Wesley Steiner, another guy who they really like his intangibles. He's a little shorter, a little stockier, but but really is a hard hitter. He can blow through. I mean, I saw him just going through uh, some of the practice equipment last week. The way he hits is, is pretty hard, and, and he's a, a guy who they will say he talks a lot in a good way. Um, and he knows what's going on. He's really intelligent, um, and so they really like his leadership skills. Those two guys are going to be involved a lot. Uh, you've got a North Carolina transfer and Eugene Asante, who's going to get mixed in as well. So I think they're sort of just figuring out the different styles of guys that they've got to, to sort of fit in next to Owen Papo right now. Uh, and Cam Riley, you know, he's playing a lot of first-team reps. His size is is just a huge factor right now. I think he's going to end up being the week one starter. Give us another storyline that's noteworthy on the defensive side of the football, Bennett. The safety right now is uh, sort of a key spot. I mean, this if you look at the defense, I think it's in better shape than the offense right now. 
the defensive line, especially that front group, is going to be really good. They've got returning edge guys. They've got Colby Wooden and Marcus Harris up the middle. You're adding another big guy in Jason Jones. So they've they've got really a, as good of a defensive front as anyone in the SEC, I think. Uh, the back end of the defense, that's sort of the area. We talk so much about replacing a quarterback. Uh, safety is, is sort of another quarterback of the defense sort of thing along with linebacker. You've got to have uh, safeties who are able to sort of call out what's going on. Zion Puckett is a guy who has to fit into that role this season because Smoke Monday last year was about as vocal a guy as you had on that entire roster. He was a leader in the truest sense. Um, even, even when he would sort of have lapses in coverage himself, he was pretty intelligent and pretty on top of, you know, directing the defense. And so having guys who sort of fit into that role, Zion Puckett's going to be, you know, a top dog. Donovan Coffin's going to move around a lot. He can play in the slot. He can play in different areas. He's going to play some nickel, obviously. So I, it, it's going to be interesting to sort of see how they work their personnel uh, at safety. I think Craig McDonald, the Iowa State transfer, has a chance to fit in there, too. Uh, yeah, and you're mentioning a bunch of different guys. One thing I was going to kind of touch on, it sounds like so far Auburn has uh, has avoided the injury bug, knock on wood, but what does that do for the uh, the depth of this entire team? As you are just mentioning, a, a lot of different guys getting there. Where, where do you see the depth of this team kind of overall right now? Yeah, I, I mean, you hit it there. Harson mentioned it last, uh, not last night, on, on Saturday night after the scrimmage that there are no serious injuries in terms of surgeries or anything like that going into the season right now. Nothing where, like, oh, this guy's going to miss eight weeks or has a chance to miss the entire season. They are in about as good of a position as you can be on injuries. This is as of Monday, literally. I mean, this stuff can change any second. We all know that. That's how football is. Um, but, but it makes a huge help. I think the biggest area where it helps is the offensive line because the offensive line has eight seniors. They've got a lot of guys who were sort of missing practices in spring intermittently with minor injuries, and now that whole group is sort of you know, working its way back. Keandre Jones had a minor thing at right guard that kept him out a little bit last week, but he's in good shape. He's going to be really good on that O-line, I think. So it just it completely changes the entire outlook of a team. You, don't, you never want to be short staffed in terms of your personnel as you're picking out a two deep and then realize you've got a glaring hole right now i think they feel decent about their depth at most position groups even the position groups with question marks they at least know that they have the numbers it's a good point to make bennett durando joining us here on the program with montgomery advertiser auburn football getting set for another week of fall camp and also it coincides with the start of the academic year tomorrow at auburn university a scrimmage coming up later in the week all right what is your thought process now in terms of who that starting quarterback is going to be for the auburn tigers bennett if you were to pick one i really think it's 50 50 with finley and calzada wow. right now okay um i yeah i i mean i th- i think when i was on the show uh couple weeks ago before camp started i said calzado is the favorite finley has taken the most first team reps you know through a week plus of practice um and obviously the first team reps in the scrimmage are important i think there have been some days where calzada has sort of stood out and his arm strength in particular has really stood out 
Um, there are other days where he's been pretty inconsistent, and, and T.J. Finley has sort of, you know, stepped up. Uh, I, I, I don't think I can make a prediction at this point because I, I truly think it is a 50-50 right now, and I think this is going to be the key week in terms of deciding it between those two. I, I don't, I don't want to fully rule out Robbie Ashford, um, but. I, I think he, you know, he has less experience than the other two. The other thing is quarterbacks were not live in the first scrimmage Saturday night, which can sort of work as a little bit of a disadvantage against a guy like Ashford because he's more dual threat. You want to see his legs in action, and so when you don't have the edge guys actually able to sack the quarterback, you know, the domino effect is Robbie Ashford isn't able to show off his elusiveness and, and escape the pocket and make plays with his legs. So. I don't know. I, I think he's. I think he's really talented, and he has moments where he really shines. But right now, if if I'm narrowing it to two, it's it's an even split between Calzada and Finley. Well, uh, and so then with Ashford, uh, just kind of your educated guess opinion here. Obviously, you know it's going to either we figure it's going to either be Finley or Calzada as QB one. Uh, are there going to be packages for Ashford, or do you think maybe they try to push uh, Ashford into maybe a spot where they can try to get the ball into his hands uh, from another position? Uh, just how do you feel like they would try to use Ashford? I don't think they would go with him in another position. I mean, obviously he has the athleticism, but it's not. I, mean, I think they're finding right now that they're better equipped at receiver than they thought they would be. Right. Um, and so I don't think they're in a spot where it's like, well, let's throw a quarterback in at receiver so he gets a chance to play. It's possible they throw some packages for him. Um, you know, I, I, I think he's a guy who sort of has a chance to develop. And, and the other thing is I think the competition continues in season right. to an extent. You know, like if Auburn's beating Mercer 45 nothing in the fourth quarter, another guy's going to get in there. It might be whoever's QB2. It might be Ashford. Um, I really like his arm when he's on. It's just some of the inconsistencies and the lack of experience. So once he has some of that in game and he's a guy who can sort of benefit from those live reps, I think they might sort of realize what they have and get into more of a flow of, you know, whether it's packages or whatever it may be with him. We're talking with Bennett Durando here from the Montgomery Advertiser. I'd encourage you to follow him on Twitter at Bennett Durando, where if you do, you saw on Saturday night uh, that Bennett took to the tennis courts, and it seems like you picked up a couple of victories there, Bennett. I didn't know you had that in you, man. Yeah, uh, tennis is probably the only sport I'm decent at. I won't <laughs> say good, but but when I'm playing against other uh, sports writers, the bar in terms of athleticism is very low. So, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll give crap to uh to my buddy justin lee at the oa news um who i tend to beat in tennis and christian clemente at 247 sports so uh those are the two who i'm who i'm calling out we play a lot i i usually am on the winning side of that but it does not mean that i'm uh quote-unquote athletic in any real sense of that term but it's incredibly competitive right oh yeah yeah no we're all we're you know first First one in, last one out. We're uh, high energy, high competitive. It's it's uh, good locker room guys. Oh yeah, good uh, locker room guys. You know, the, the, we're gonna bring our A game to uh, practice uh, every day. Practice as hard as we play. 
Brother, I was going to say, you haven't seen a low athletic bar in, uh, among uh, broadcasters or writers until you've come and watched a uh, Thunder Chickens softball game. So, uh, yeah. It's our radio Thunder station chicken. team, Thunder <laughs> Chickens. And, uh, yeah, we've yet to win this season, Bennett. So, at least you have oh, some no. wins going your way. Or last season. Well, we got one last season due to a forefoot. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta give yourself credit for that. Showing up is important. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> We're great locker room men as well. Amen. Exactly. Bennett, tell us how we can find your work at the Montgomery Advertiser. How can people support you? We want to help spread the word. Yeah, uh, go to montgomeryadvertiser.com. Um, you can go to the Auburn page from there. See my work. You can subscribe, uh, preferably subscribe from one of my stories, and then uh, I get. The brownie points from that. There so you subscribing go. Subscribing is, is really the way to support. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for the time, Bennett. We'll talk again soon, okay? Hey, yeah, thank you, JJ.